Chapter 2 of The Myths and Fables of Today by Samuel Adams Drake. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jen Broda. The Myths and Fables of Today by Samuel Adams Drake. Chapter 2 The Folklore of Childhood why this is the best fooling around when all is done twelfth night the trite saying that children are fools and soothsayers goes straight to the heart of those familiar superstitions with which the folklore of childhood abounds we the children of a larger growth often call to mind with what avidity we listened in our childhood's days to the nursery tales of giants dwarfs ghosts fairies and the like creations of pure fantasy we still remember how instantly all the emotions of our childish nature were excited by the recital of these marvels told us too with such an air of truth that never for a moment did we doubt them oh how we hated bluebeard and how we adored jack the giant killer are we not treated just as soon as we are out of the cradle as if superstition was the first law of nature what is the wonder then that the effects of these early impressions are not easily got rid of or the impressions themselves soon if ever forgotten brownie is put into the arms of toddling infants before they can articulate two words plainly just as soon as the child is able to prattle a little it is taught the familiar nursery rhyme of bye-bye baby bunting papa's gone a-hunting drawn from the ancient folklore with which the rabbit and hare are so intimately associated after the innocent face rhymes found with little variation in no less than four different languages giving names to each of the chubby little features eyes winker tom hinker etc come the well-known button rhymes like this rich man poor man beggar man thief doctor lawyer merchant chief or this one told centuries ago to children across the water a tinkler a tailor a soldier or sailor a rich man a poor man a priest or a parson a ploughman or a thief the virgin soil being thus artfully prepared to receive superstition the boy or girl goes forth among playmates similarly equipped with them to practice various forms of conjuration in their innocent sports without in the least knowing what they are doing here are a few of them making a cross upon the ground before your opponent at the same time muttering criss-cross when playing at marbles to make him miss his shot as i have often seen done in my schoolboy days this is merely a relic of that superstition attached to making the sign of the cross as a charm against the powers of evil spirits the innocent-sounding words criss-cross we believe originally to have been christ's cross children of both sexes count apple-seeds by means of the pretty jingling rhymes so like to the german flower oracle often employed by children of a larger growth it has been set to music one i love two i love three i love i say four i love with all my heart five i cast away six he loves me seven she loves me eight both love 
nine he comes ten he tarries eleven he courts twelve he marries holding the pretty field buttercup under another's chin in order to see if he or she loves butter is a good form of divination so is the practice of blowing off the fluffy dandelion top after the flower has gone to seed to determine the hour as that flower always opens at about five in the morning and shuts at about eight in the evening thus making it stand in the room of a clock for shepherds this plant has also been called the rustic oracle to find the time of day as many puffs as it takes to blow away the downy seed balls gives the answer the same method of divination is employed by children to find out if their mothers want them or to waft a message to some loved one or to know if such or such a person is thinking of them and whether he or she lives north east south or west to the same general purport is the invocation rain rain go away come again another day we understand that the equally familiar form snail snail put out your horn is repeated in china as well as in this country though sometimes altered too snail snail come out of your hole or else i'll beat you black as a coal one equally familiar form of childish invocation appears in the pretty little ladybird rhyme so often repeated by the young ladybird ladybird fly away home your house is on fire your children will burn a favorite way with boys of choosing sides for a game of ball is by measuring the stick to do this the leader of one side first heaves the stick in the air skillfully catching it as it falls at a point as near a hand's breadth to the end as possible as his opponent must then measure the stick with him alternately hand over hand from the point where it is caught the one securing enough of the last of the stick for a hold has the first choice this is determination by lot still another form of invocation formerly much used to clench a bargain between boys when swapping jack-knives or marbles runs to this effort chip chot che give a thing give a thing never take it back again the process of counting a person out in the familiar phrase as being it is fairly traced back to the ancient custom of designating a criminal from among his fellows by lot the form that we know the best in new england a sort of barbaric doggerel according to mr burton is still current in cornwall england and goes in this wise enna mena bora me kiska larva mova dee eggs butter cheese bread stick stock stone dead the resemblance between the foregoing and what is current among playfellows on this side of the water easily suggests that the boys of the good old colony times so often referred to with a sigh of regret brought their games and pastimes along with them as now remembered the doggerel charm runs as follows eeny meeny moany might huskalina bony tight holdy goldy boo in getting ready for a game of tag i spy or hide and seek the one to whom the last magic word falls becomes the victim or is said to be it so in like the manner the rhymed formula following is employed in counting a child out 
wonnery toory ickery anne phyllisy fallacy nicholas john quiver quaver english naver stickleum stankelum jericho buck a more simple counting out rhyme is this one two three out goes he or she tit-tat-toe is still another form repeated with variations according to locality these few examples may serve to show that what the performers themselves regard as only a simple expedient in the arranging of their games if they ever give the matter a thought is really a survival of the belief in the efficacy of certain magical words turned into rhyme to propitiate success if this idea had not been instilled into our children by long custom and habit it is not believed that they would continue to repeat such unmeaning drivel yet as childish as it may seem it advances us one step in solving the intricate problem in hand for here too the child is father to the man end of chapter two recording by jen broda